greetings, saints, in the wonderful name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. One more time, greeting you is Pastor Pulendlala from Mamelodi International Assemblies of God. On this beautiful Sunday morning, from Miak Online Radio, Mams FM, and those watching over Facebook, please take your Bibles, sit down, and let's feast on the word of the Lord. It's Women's Month. We're still continuing in the book of Esther. For today's sermon, the gist of the matter continues between two chapters again, Esther chapter 7 and Esther chapter 8. But for the sake of time, we're only going to read Esther 8, verse 1 to 8, and then the same chapter, verse 17. Will you please read, my sister? Estere abucha khoshi gore Mordekai ke leloko labo gomme go tloga tshatsing le Mordekai a dumelelwa gore a tle pele ga khoshi khoshi a khwamola palamunwana ya gagwe ye enago le sikibo sa gagwe yela a bego ai amugile hamani gomme a ineya Mordekai Estere abea Mordecai mushokomedi watutu yela ya hamani. Estere abulela le khoshi gape aitasechi mautung agawe me alla. Amukopela gore adire sese mwenyana kutibela manomabe ale hamani muagaga. Abego alugeji bajuda. Hoshi amushupa kamulamu wagawe wagauta kagona yena ahema are. Gaiba udumela hoshi. Me kegu khata. Lege eba uvona ilitaba yeilukilegu. Gona ahungwalwe pego kutibela gureditailo chahamani. Disike chapetwa. Ditaelo chela mura wa hamedata muagara. Adi nchicheru chagore ba juda kamuka musho wakosh. Ba fedishwe. Nka khotele la biang. Rekosiye ika uwela si chaba sareshu. Rome liyona miluku yeshu ya bulawa. Yemo khoshi zarkesese aburichegu muhumahadi estere le mordekai mujuda are bonang kifegile hamani kabaka la manomabe a abego a ikemisheditse go adira bajuda 
gomme estere ke mufile thoto ya gagwe 80 eo pya pego ye inchitswego ka lina la khoshi gomme e gatishitswe ka sikibo sa moshate e ka se khone go hlanojwa fela lena le ka no ngwalela ba juda se le seratago ibile le ka no sengwala ka lina laka laba la gatisha ka sikibo sa moshate 17 metseng yohle le diletseng tshohle ka ile kae mo pego yeo ya khoshi ilego ya balwa gona ba juda ba ile ba balele tshatsi la go khutsa la lethabo ba ketseka monyanya ba thabile ga botse botse batho ba bangwe ba bantshi ba ile ba ipitsa ba juda ka go bane biale I've got it in NIV and it reads thus. That same day, King Xerxes gave Queen Esther the estate of Haman, the enemy of the Jews. And Mordecai came into the presence of the king, for Esther had told how he was related to her. The king took off his signet ring, which he had reclaimed from Haman and presented it to Mordecai. And Esther appointed him over Mordecai's estate. Esther again pleaded with the king, falling at his feet and weeping. She begged him to put an end to the evil plan of Haman, the Agathite, which he had devised against the Jews. Then the king extended the gold scepter to Esther, and she arose and stood before him. If it pleases the king, she said, and if he regards me with favor and thinks it is the right thing to do, and if he is pleased with me, let an order be written overruling the dispatches that Haman, son of Hamadathite, the Agathite, devised and wrote to destroy the Jews in all king's provinces. For how can I bear to see disaster fall on my people? How can I bear to see the destruction of my family? King Xerxes replied to Queen Esther and to Mordecai the Jew, because Haman attacked the Jews, I have given his estate to Esther and they have hanged him on the gallows. Now write another decree in the king's name in behalf of the Jews as seems best to you and seal it with the king's signet ring for no document written in the king's name and sealed with his ring can be revoked. Verse 17, in every province, and in every city, wherever the edict of the king went, there was joy and gladness amongst the Jews, with feasting and celebrating. And many people of other nationalities became Jews because fear of the Jews had seized them. Will you please pray? Li Sanvu, Livilako, Baba Wesh 
litsilita tonke takhiwo letukhona etimbi etimbulentetfo baba wechilwe ngwele selifunziwe lomuhle kseni baba egameni lika Jesu Kristu wasenazareta baba senyathandaza egameni lika Jesu Kristu wasenazareta khuluma ngetindzebe tenqekukati yakho namhlanje egameni lika Jesu Kristu wasenazareta ngiyakhuleka mnini mandla wonke ukuthi yena ehle bese wena uyaphakama ngulungulu wesile ngwele egcineni Jehova ulentele ludvumo ligama lakho elingwele siyabonga ngulungulu wesile ngwele sita nalona lolo lalele bese baba wesuna mandla wonke uyenta umsebenti lo phelele egameni lika Jesu Kristu umnazareta lodobu yamasinyane amen and amen allow us this morning to speak to you on this caption. God will certainly show up. You see, when you read this story, as it unfolds, you can see a number of scenarios where it looked like they were in the hands of the enemy. And there was nothing they could do about it. Let's, let's join from where we left last week. We have seen how the hand of God caused Mordecai to be honored. And God used Haman, the strongest enemy of the Jews, to be the one who leads the honoring. Hey man, went back in grief, the Bible says, and he spoke to the wife and the advisors. I want us to continue to record what the advisors of Haman, the enemies of the Jews, said about Mordecai. They say, since Mordecai before whom your downfall has started is of Jewish origin. You cannot stand against him. You will surely come to ruin. I'm repeating this, saints, because I want you to know that the enemy may try whatever he tries, but the enemy knows who you are. And the enemy knows whose you are. Since Mordecai, against whom your downfall has started. So it means the enemy understands that Mordecai riding on a horse is the starting of the downfall of Haman. Yo, the enemy will even speak what God is doing for you because the enemy can see and listen, they say a profound statement. They say, but you cannot stand. 
against him. The enemy, together with his friends, the enemy, the whole company of those standing against you, no, that they cannot stand against you. It's not in you, but it's because of your God. It's because you are a child of God. And listen to them. The gallows are still there. Where Mordecai is supposed to hang. In the very yard. They know the gallows. They have seen the gallows. But they don't say Mordecai will come to ruin. They say Haman will come to ruin. What am I saying? When I say God will certainly show up, I am saying in your situation, in your circumstance, your God will certainly show up. Your enemy will come to ruin, but not you. It doesn't matter what happens. The person going to ruin is not you, it's your enemy. Let's take it step by step. We read in the book of Esther, but we want to connect it with us today. We are the children of God. We are the apple of God's eyes. We are the seed of Abraham, the children according to promise. We are the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Now, when we say the enemy will surely come to ruin, let's bring it today. Where is the enemy? Through Jesus, the enemy is under our feet. The enemy is under the feet of Jesus, and the enemy is under our feet. So the enemy will raise his head, but the enemy will surely come to ruin. Why? It has been settled 2,000 ago through the cross of Jesus Christ. You need to know your position. You need to understand your position because situations will come. You see, when situation comes, what will pull you through is knowing who you are and knowing the truth. You know what the Bible says? Isn't it it says you are a royal priesthood? So you are a priest. And the Bible says the lips, the lips of a priest shall preserve knowledge. You see, you need to preserve knowledge of the word of God. Knowledge of the promises of God. Knowledge about who you are. Knowledge about your position and the position of your enemy. Yeah. The Bible then says, as, as Haman is still telling them, telling their friends what happened, he's in grief. He's in grief. And the Bible says, while they were still talking, the eunuchs of the king 
came to fetch him to go to the second banquet. I want you to understand. He has honored Mordecai. The gallows of Mordecai are still there. Now he's talking to them about Mordecai. He has still got the signet ring. Haman has got the signet ring. So, so, so when they are still talking, they could come up with a plan because the first decree has gone out giving them authority to kill Mordecai although the king has honored him. They could kill Mordecai because the decree was out. And because Haman has got a, a signet ring, he could, he could, he could request that the date be brought forward. But while they are still talking, God doesn't give them a second chance to do another plot. What am I saying? There will be times where it looks like God allows the enemy to plot against you. But there will be certain times where God denies the enemy another plot against your life. Because every single plot that God allows is in line with his purpose. A plot that is not in line, God will not allow. What am I saying to you? I'm saying don't focus on the plot. Understand that if God allowed it, in all things, God works for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Now, they fetch him quickly. He goes to the second banquet. And during the second banquet, Esther finally makes the request. The request of Esther that the king has been saying, tell me what you need. The request of Esther comes with a conclusion. And here's the conclusion. The conclusion is that the very Haman who had elected the gallows must be hung on the gallows that he built. Yes. Esther didn't request the gallows. But, but, but when the king was raged and he went outside to the garden, the Bible says Haman was leaning next to Esther and pleading. And the king came and said, are you even molesting the queen? And the Bible says immediately Haman's first face was covered. And, and, and one of the people, hey, listen to me, not Esther, not Mordecai, one of the people in the king's palace told the king, there is Carlos in Haman's house that he had made for Mordecai. Let me tell you, God will even cause some of your enemies to speak on your behalf. And when Haman was hung, look at the change. We know that promotion doesn't come from the east or the west. So, so in other words, 
they were going through all this. Hey, I'm talking to somebody. They were going through all this because now it was God's time to move Mordecai from the king's gate to be second in command. So Haman did the actions. When Haman was exposed and Haman was hung, the signet ring of the king was taken back by the king. But the same king gave it to Mordecai. So Mordecai ended up having the right. Now when Esther makes a request, when a second decree is to be made, the signet ring is in the right finger, the finger of Mordecai. And I love Mordecai. When they give him, when he writes, there's a big difference. The, the letter of Haman wanted to attack and to kill. But when Mordecai writes, you can see he understands who he is. He understands that the battle is the Lord. He doesn't go on the attacking side. He writes a letter that if they attack, we defend ourselves. Hallelujah. He, he, he doesn't avenge. He knows it's for the Lord to avenge. He doesn't repay evil by evil. Come on, come on, come on. I want to talk to you through whatever you are going through. When you get the opportunity to set things right, your heart must be right with God because you are the, we are in the world but you are not of the world. We do things not according to the world. We don't respond according to the world. We respond according to the way because the word of God it's our lifestyle. That's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Mm -mm. He doesn't attack. He says, give us permission <laughs> to defend ourselves. <laughs> now the enemy knows about you. <laughs> the enemy has got history about <laughs> you. They knew <laughs> that even if Esther and Mordecai <laughs> are there in captivity, <laughs> they haven't forgotten <laughs> the history of their God. <laughs> Your enemies can try to attack you. But they know your God and they know about your God. Yeah, they know that what God has done before, he can do it again. You see, I want you to see that the same day where Haman wanted to kill Mordecai, things changed. Mordecai was promoted. Why? Because there's an invisible hand of God caught in the circumstances of your life, which are out of your control. So if there's a situation in your life that is above your control, don't panic. Know that there's an invisible hand of God that is working behind the scenes and God will certainly show up. Yeah. Esther has pleaded. 
And because of that, the king wrote a second decree for Esther and the Jews because he couldn't revoke the first one. But he wrote a second one. Let me tell you, in your situation, the king can give you the authority. He will write a second decree about your matter. It's a legal document. It looks final. But God can allow to write another one that will give you right to defend your case. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, whatever looks final, God can overrule. Hey, I'm talking to somebody. You may be having it in writing. Maybe it's a court order. Maybe it's a judgment from God. From God. But whatever looks final, remember that God can overrule. Because God has a way to reverse things in your favor. Hey, and favor is not fair. But God has a way to turn around things and to reverse the irreversible in your favor. Never forget that you are favored by God himself. Wherever you go, the favor of God will find you. Whatever you face, the favor of God will be shown in your life. Whatever season, whatever circumstance, the favor of God will show up. I'm saying, in your situation, don't panic. God will certainly show up. You see from this story, I want us to, to, to see these five things that I have learned from this story. And I want you to take it home. And I want you to keep it. We learn number one. That, that they were going through intense pain. Remember, the day was approaching. Hey, the day was approaching for, for them to be killed. But, but their pain, lesson number one, their pain was about to be turned into joy. When you go through pain, Expect that at any moment, God will turn your pain into joy because God will certainly show up. Lesson number two, their enemies were yet to, do, to see what their God was doing for them. In the beginning, I can imagine maybe those people who were hating some of the Jews, they were just ticking days on the calendar and waiting for the final day. Yo, they didn't know that instead of pain, the Jews will be joyful. In, instead of being killed, God has made a way that they can keep their life. Lesson number three. You are where you are. 
at this time and season for the purpose of God's kingdom. You know, your God wants to be known not only by believers, but by unbelievers. So he has a way to put you in his showcase so that unbelievers can see his hands and start knowing about your God. Lesson number four. Throughout your life, God is faithful and will always remain faithful. God will remain faithful in your pain. He will never allow you to go through pain and never have the rewards for your pain. I want you to remember that pain precedes glory. So when you go through pain, expect to see the glory of God. God is faithful in your rejection. When you are rejected, you are loved. There will be a time when God certainly shows up. Can you imagine Mordecai in innocence second, where he was at the gate, he's now second in charge. He's not only second in charge, they give Esther the estate of Haman, and Esther gives it to Mordecai. Yeah. Lesson number five. Your position is for a spiritual reason. Not for a personal benefit. There's a big difference. You see, if you are there, if you are working there for a personal benefit, then you've lost the truth. The truth is, it doesn't matter where God has positioned you. You, you, you may be selling amaguin as a step. You, you may be selling sweets. You may be a CEO. You may be a manager. It is God who has placed you there. But your position, your position that looks physical is actually for a spiritual reason, not for, for a personal benefit. Wherever you are, there must be a spiritual reason wherever you are. That is why when you find yourself working in this company that is so much against believers, so much against the world, and maybe your boss hates you, your colleagues can't stand you. Hey, remember, it's not personal. It's a battle of two kingdoms, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan. Now God positioned you for a spiritual reason, not for a personal benefit. You are not there for your salary. Hey, can I talk to somebody? Hey, as children of God, we don't negotiate salaries. We don't argue about salaries because our provision comes from God. Who said your provision is from your employer? The God you serve is a God who's not limited. The God you serve, you are there for a spiritual purpose, not for a personal benefit. Hey, I feel like talking to somebody. That's why sometimes 
God will keep you there because it's for a spiritual benefit and he wants to teach them submission. You will be there with all your qualifications, with all your experience and a position will come with a higher salary but because you are there for a spiritual purpose, God will keep you there. It's not for a personal benefit. Every personal benefit, every personal need that you have, your God hasn't changed. He's a God who provides. He will give you what you need and not what you want. Hey, learn to be quiet. Hey, learn to be quiet. Under that pressure, remember for us to have olive oil, the olive must be crushed. Remember for us to have grape juice. The, the, the grapes, the grapes must be crushed. You are there for a spiritual purpose. And can I tell you, you are the light right there where you are. That's why evil things will, will be exposed because you are there. Can I tell you, you are the salt of the earth, right where you are. That is why it will look like things are being rotted, but they will be preserved because you are there for a spiritual purpose and not for a personal benefit. When you are there for a spiritual purpose, when they are exposed, you have a way to release and to remove what God doesn't want and to plant what God wants. You are there for a spiritual purpose. You need to pause. You need to pause. Esther, pause. Mordecai, pause. And ask yourself, why am I here? And ask God, what now? From here. And it's done on your knees. Let me tell you, if you are there for a spiritual purpose and your prayer life is dead, hey, 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 call on us to pray with you because prayer positions your heart. Hallelujah. Amen. Yo, God will certainly show up. Let me tell you, those positions that you qualify for, they won't give you. Let me tell you why. Because there's a position that favor is leading you to where you don't qualify. You see, when God places you, you don't need worldly qualification. Hey, hey, how can Mordecai, who's a Jew, who's not Persian, how can Mordecai be the second in command when there are people who are in Persia who could have taken the place of Haman? Wait. Later for God. God will certainly show up. Yeah, let's move. Hallelujah. Amen. We said God will certainly show up. Can we read again Esther chapter 8 verse 17. Listen to what it says. It says in every province 
And in every city, wherever the edict of the king went, there was joy and gladness amongst the Jews with feasting and celebrating. You see, God turned their weeping into joy. Weeping time was over. Morning time had broken. But listen to what I love most. And it says, and many people of other nations became Jews because fear of the Jews had seized them. Let me tell you, you are going through what you are going through because people in the cities, hey, let me bring it home, even people in your head office must know that you exist and they will see the action of God when God certainly show up, they will see the, 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 the reality, the truth that your God is alive. And when that happens, fear of you. Fear of you. Hey, they fear the Jews. Not that Jews will kill them, but they fear them because they could see there is a God who is with them. The fear of the Jews sees them. And listen, this is the statement that I want. The patients became Jews. They were not Jews by birth. But when they saw what the God of the Jews could do, they also wanted to belong. And I'm talking to you, my brother. I'm talking to you, my sister. In this season, we're waiting for Jesus to come and the church must advance and the church must go. You see, sometimes it's not verbalizing the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's allowing yourself in a situation and acting salvation so that people will, will, will fear you and fear your God. Let me tell you, they don't fear you because you've got a strong lawyer. No, 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 no. They don't fear you because you are calling the union to stand for you. No. You zip. You talk when God allows you to talk. You act when God allows you to act. But listen, when, when, when you, are, you are doing what God says you should do, when he says you should do it, fear will grip them. And they will want to be like you. You see, that's why you can't act like them. You've got to act opposite to how they act. The very people who tried to steal your post and you didn't fight when you occupy your position and they remember you never fought, they can see God did it for you and they can see God even took you to a position higher. They will want to be like you. Who are we? 
We are the ambassadors of God. We are ambassadors of the kingdom of God. Whoever looks at us must see Christ in us. Whoever associates with us must desire to be like us because they need to desire our God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey, we are approaching a close. Yeah. Let me tell you, God honors those who honor him and he blesses those who obey him. I want to talk to you in that tough situation. Honor God in that situation. Obey God in that situation. Obedience brings blessing. Like God honored Esther and Mordecai because they honored God and obeyed him. God honored them and he blessed them. And that honor is due to you. It's not for everybody. Those who honor God, God will honor. Those who obey God, God will bless. You see, when your peers tell you you must stand up for your rights, and the Holy Spirit says, be quiet, be quiet, because obedience brings blessing. Hallelujah. Yeah, mm -mm. the world Live will always oppose Christ. The world Live will always oppose you as a believer. And the world will always oppose biblical truth. What is your role? Your role is to live like Jesus. To talk like Jesus. To act like Jesus. Your role is stand on the word of God. Whether you see it happening at that moment or it looks like far from happening, your role is to stand on the biblical truth that the world opposes until they see God of truth in the truth and they want the God of truth in their life. Yeah, the end is near. You are coming to a close. Do not despair. Remain faithful. All will be set right in your favor. You see, there is a second decree that comes in your favor. A second decree. Don't panic about the wealth of a sinner. The Bible says that wealth is laid down as an inheritance for the just. You can see they inherited the wealth of Haman. Even you, God will give you an opportunity to inherit the wealth from your Haman. Don't despair. Don't lose hope. Your faithfulness to God and your commitment to holy Christian living will surely be rewarded. Not only in heaven, but also on this earth. Because God 
will allow you to live and see the goodness of the Lord in this land of the living. You will see the goodness because people will fear you and fear your God. So you will see that goodness in this land. Esther and Mordecai are a good example. Maybe if you didn't believe, it can still happen today. I'm here to tell you because God did it to them. He will also do it to you. Yeah. Yeah. No one has a final say And yeah, there will be threats against you. There will be threats. I'm not saying you live a life without threats. There will be threats against your life. There will be threats against your health. There will be threats against your finances. Hey, there will be threats against your children. There will be threats against your marriage. Hey, the threats will be there. But never live a threatened life. Hey, when threats are there, you can make a choice what kind of life you want to live. The threats will be there, but you don't live a threatened life. You are not threatened because you've been made more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Jesus has done it all for us. Now we are closing. And I want to close with Psalm 30, verse 3 to 5. Psalm 30, verse 3 to verse 5. We are closing. Yeah. Psalm 30. Verse 3 to 5. Oh Lord, you brought me up from the grave. You see, I'm talking about God who took you from where you were in darkness. Who spared you? The Bible says, you spared me from going down into the pit. And it says things to the Lord, you saints of his. Praise his holy name. And I love verse 3. It says, For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. When I say God will certainly show up, his anger lasts for a moment, but his favor for a lifetime. Maybe like Esther and Mordecai, you finding yourself in captivity. Hey, maybe you are thinking you are here where you are because of the consequences of your sin. Maybe the consequences of what your parents did. Let me tell you, God's anger is only for a moment, but his favor is for a lifetime. And right now, you are in a lifetime of favor, favor before you, favor behind you, favor beside you. You live a life of favor. Why? And God will certainly show up in every situation that you face. You are right there. 
for a spiritual mandate, not for a personal benefit. Favor is surrounding you. Favor has covered you. The favor of God. And the favor of God is not guarantee of no pain. But there is favor in pain. There is favor in rejection. There is favor in loss. There is favor even when you are plotted against. There is favor for you for a lifetime. And I want to close. I don't know where you are. Yeah. Uh, uh. Maybe you, you were even thinking you deserving what you are going through. I'm, I'm here to, to tell you. I, when you confess your sins, he's faithful and just. He forgives you your sins and cleanses you from all unrighteousness. I'm here to tell you, stop running with a carbon copy of what God has dealt with. Favor is upon your life. Favor is upon the life of your family. Favor is upon you. God will certainly show up in your situation. We are going to pray. Hallelujah. I want to give you this time wherever you are. Maybe, maybe you acted like the world. Maybe you acted like Haman. You didn't know any better. But today you heard that when Haman acts, Mordecai acts like the kingdom. Don't write yourself off. Don't feel guilty. God is saying it because God is restoring it. This is a time you're going to stand. Maybe there are things you've done and you know you wronged God. You're going to take a stand and say, forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. Here am I. I know you will certainly show up. Forgive me for speaking against what you've done. Forgive me for being in the world and allowing the mold of the world to build me. We're taking this time. Maybe, maybe because you are fighting with your husband, you even went to see the lawyer and God was saying, be quiet. As we pray, after we pray, tell the lawyer, you are canceling the case. Maybe you take a new matter to the union. You don't lead them. Favor is upon you. We repent. We leave it to God. God will certainly show up. Don't put your hands in the things of God. Leave hands. Leave God to do it himself. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, here we stand as your children this morning in Jesus' mighty name. You know us, Lord. You know where we've been. You know what we are going through. Father, we acknowledge today that we acted like the world at some times. We spoke like the world at some times. But Lord, today, we desire the world to see you, to know you, to love you. 
and to want to be like us by receiving Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Forgive us for every single time where we became a wall for the world not to see Jesus. Today we are asking you to make us a bridge through which the unbelievers will cross over and see you, Lord Jesus, and receive you as their personal Savior. Father, forgive us. We start afresh with you because we truly believe you are our God. Favor is upon us. Your anger was for a moment. Your favor for a lifetime. And Lord, here we are. We believe that in our situation in our life, God, you will certainly show up. And as we stand today, we thank you, we give you glory, we give you honor. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. From Mamilodi IAG, with all the love, Pastor Pulentala, have a wonderful week. God will certainly show up. Keep your faith. God bless you.
Yes, we all call on you, Yahweh. Yes, we will call upon your name. You will be 